Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, January 23rd in 2020 on When I Rise. Today we're in year A in the third Sunday after Epiphany and on Thursdays we tend to tackle the New Testament text for the week and so we're back in 1 Corinthians. Paul, who is writing to the Corinthian church, is opening his words and the frame of the letter to them in these verses, uh, chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. So this morning I'll read those those verses and then I'll give a couple points of reflection. Then we'll spend some time praying along the themes of the passage. So thanks for making this party morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet God together in prayer. First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that, that, that there be no divisions among you, but that you perfectly be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul, another, I follow Apollos, another... I follow Cephas, another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except for Crispus and Gaius, so none of you may say that you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. For in Christ, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. This is the word of God for us. Let me offer just a couple points of reflection as we turn to prayer this morning. As we mentioned before, the the letter of 1 Corinthians is written to a church that's in turmoil. And it's a church that Paul loves, but he's struggling with. And we'll see the different contours of his struggle throughout the rest of these two letters. But it seems like the major issue of the first letter is that there's divisions among them. And Paul gets right to it. He says he wants to make an appeal to them in the name of the Lord that they would agree with one another, that there be no divisions. And so he's been told from Chloe's household that there are divisions among them. And they're dividing for several reasons, but the first one he seems to get at right here in the very beginning. He talks about how some seem to think that they have a different type of Christian spirituality because who their teacher was. Some say they follow Paul and his teachings, some Apollos, some Cephas, and some Christ. And so Paul tries to get right to the matter and say, that all are not united in Paul or Apollos or Cephas, but all are in Christ. And it doesn't matter who the initial teacher of these Christians was, is that all of them are being formed in Christ. Now he'll continue to sustain this argument through the first few chapters of the letter. But Paul, I think, has a couple different things here that I think is important for us to meditate on and to pray about this morning. The first one is this, is that Christians are people of unity. Uh, one of the first things that we do in, uh, in a, to enter the faith, the Christian faith is to apologize. And apology is a is a, quite a thing to do as human beings. To apologize to one another is to say it's better for us to be together, to own a fault and to seek forgiveness than to live apart from one another. And so a shape of Christian spirituality is to be in unity, to apologize, to forgive, to embrace, to bear burdens with one another so that we can show that we're a part of the body of Christ. And the second thing is this, is that Paul talks about his own unique call here. 
And when he talks about it, he says that he did not come to baptize, but he came uh, to preach the gospel, not with wisdom or eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. And so Paul says that the Christian church should, she- should uh, seek unity and uh, that we should not be afraid to humble ourselves and to be weak in the eyes of others around us. I think this is a powerful appeal to us. I think it's a challenging appeal to us even today because I think that there's a temptation within us, even those in the body of Christ, to try to go our own way and to um, to gain success and not to gain uh, unity. I think if there's a, a difference between either embracing a brother or getting ahead, there is a temptation within us to get ahead and to deal with the relationship later. And so Paul is challenging us this morning to seek to be unified to one another. And I think also Paul gives us another challenging uh, uh, thing to consider here this morning is this, is that at times to get ahead in the faith is to humble ourselves. To win is to actually to lose. And we are simply shaped by a culture that hates to lose. If we do lose, we seek justification or to ascribe blame to somebody else for the reason that we lost. It was a ref's fault. I didn't get enough play time. My teammates didn't work with me, blah, blah, blah. We think of all these excuses for losing instead of saying, no, we lost that one. And so Paul gives us a unique shape for a way of life, a different way of life, which is at times to get ahead and to excel and to show power is to show weakness. It's to lose, it's to take a knee. It's to uh, choose to allow someone else to go in front of us so that the gospel can be advanced forward. And so I want to pray about that today. I want to pray for unity. I want to pray that we seek humility, even if it means we get passed over or passed up on advancement, uh, so that for the sake of the whole, might be able to win and not just that we can get the win for ourselves. So let's spend some time praying for unity and praying for humility this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we bow before you today, and we are grateful in our hearts for this new day that you've given us. Each each day is a gift. Each life that we interact with today is a gift. To those that we work with today, even those that we are irritable uh, about because of maybe some friction in our work relationship, those who we share school time with, uh, even those peers that maybe have said something offensive to us uh, recently, and we haven't been able to get over it. Like every life around us is a gift. And so, God, we embrace this day as a gift from you. Every good and perfect gift is from you. And so we embrace the challenges of today and the ease of today. And we say that it's a gift. All of it is a gift from you. And so, God, we pray that you would allow us to be grateful today. God, we thank you that and as, as we are part of the body of Christ, that we have a resolve to be unified. That even though we might have uh, differences, we don't have to have divisions. And so, God, I pray today that you give us the grace to seek unity and to resist divisions. I pray that if there is a chance for us to go our own way or to embrace the other, that we'd be eager to embrace others, that we'd make friends, that if it means winning an argument or winning a friend, that we'd win the friend and let go of the argument today. God, teach us the grace of letting go so that we don't have to rehearse differences and divisions, that we don't have to rehearse old wounds that we have. I pray that you give us the grace to know that we can let it go today. God, I thank you that Paul gives us a unique shape of spirituality and that we can humble ourselves. And if we're to humble ourselves, it doesn't mean that we're going to go without. We thank you that we don't find ourselves in the midst of an economy that's scarce, 
uh, we are a stingy God, but we thank you that you're a benevolent and generous God and that a gracious economy is an economy where there's more than enough for everybody. So God, we don't have to win today. We don't have to box everyone else out in order to get our own. But you sustain us and you give us everything for life and godliness. And so God, today we choose to take a knee. We choose to humble ourselves. We choose not to have to win the argument or to win the bid or to be the first one considered or to be the one who has our hand raised in the air. So God, we pray that as we humble ourselves, that you would stitch us together closer in community with one another. And I pray that goodness would would be, uh, would be come out of the way in which we humble ourselves for the sake of you and for the sake of others. So God, make us people who are unified and people who are humble. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.